0: Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savell. Welcome to our broadcast today. We certainly appreciate you watching. And today I have with me my wife, Carolyn. We have been married for 51 years and we are so blessed to the Lord. And I wanted her to join me today in wishing you a happy new year, a Merry Christmas. And we just thank each and every one of you for watching our broadcast. And especially those of you that are partners with us, thank you for believing in this ministry. Thank you for believing in the call of God on our lives.
1: As I was praying this morning, I came across this scripture and I wanted to read it to you. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. That is the will of God for us to spend our days and our years enjoying the fruits and the goodness of our God. and I want to say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you who support us. We really do appreciate it.
0: Amen. And Listen, I want to read a scripture to you as well. This is what I'm praying for each and every one of you in this coming new year. Psalm 115, verses 12 through 15, it says, the Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. It goes on to say, and the Lord shall increase you, more and more you and your children. That's our prayer for you in this coming new year, that God's blessing will overtake you, that you will experience increase beyond anything you've ever experienced before. And praise God, we're expecting testimonies of that from you as we get into the new year. And listen, stay tuned. In just a few moments, I'll be back with today's message. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our broadcast today. We're so grateful that you have been watching faithfully over the years, and we thank you for believing in the vision of this ministry. And friends and partners, we are so grateful for you. You help us reach the world with a message of faith, and I want you to know that I do not take that lightly. Thank you for believing in our ministry. Thank you for believing in the call of God on our lives, and thank you for believing in the anointing that we are privileged to operate in. Last week we talked about the spirit of faith and my special guest was John Ben Dixon from South Africa. He's with me again today and I want to welcome you to the program, John. Thank
1: you, Brother Jerry. Thank you so much
0: once again for being such a great friend, a great co-laborer in the Lord. You've been working with this ministry for many, many years and of course you know how I feel about your family. I love them dearly and and I've watched your sons grow up and, yes. and become great men of God as well. Yes. And uh, we're just so grateful that you're here. And thank you once again for all that you've done in support of the vision of this ministry.
1: And thank you for inviting me to be part of the show, Brother Jerry. It's my honor. It's my privilege to be here. Praise thank God. Thank you, sir. John, we've been talking about the
0: spirit of faith. And uh, on last week's broadcast, I talked about how that in 1969, When Kenneth Copeland came to my hometown of Shreveport, Louisiana and preached the message of faith, I not only heard a message, but I caught the spirit of faith. You know, it only took one service, one service. My wife, Carolyn, you know uh, very well, she begged me to go every service. I had a paint and body shop back in those days, and I would would be in my shop at seven o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I wouldn't get home till, you know... 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever, whatever it required. You know, I worked hard and I, I come home, and I was tired and the last thing I wanted to do was go to church. Yes. You know, I was tired and uh, I didn't want to hear preachers anymore. Uh, when Carol and I first married, she took me to a lot of services and, and uh, I just got tired of hearing it. And Not only that, but some of the preachers she took me to, uh, how shall I say, they were not reputable men. Yes. And uh, so uh, I, just, I just got tired of going. And so Brother Copeland came and he was there for a week, for three services a day. Hmm. Carolyn didn't miss a service. Wow. And every night when I would come home, she would say, Jerry, please go with me tonight. Yes. I've never heard anything like this man preaches. Now, my wife had been filled with the Holy Ghost when she was eight years old. She said under William Brennan's ministry. Mm. She said under Oral Roberts' ministry. She, she, she said under T.L. Osborne. Uh, all those great men of God. Mm. And now she's telling me she's hearing things like she'd never heard never before. before. I said, Carol, how can you say that? You grew up in this. Yes. You know." Yes. And she said, I'm telling you, I've never heard anybody preach about faith like this man. Please go with me. And I said, no, I don't want to go. I'm tired. You go. And uh, so the last night... She begged me to go. She said, this is his last night. And then she said this, John, I'll never forget it. She said, if you go tonight and you don't like him, then I'll never ask you to go to another service. I thought, now that's the deal I've been waiting (laughs) on. I thought, you serious? If I don't like him, you won't ask me to go to another service? She said, I won't ask you to go again. And uh, so I went thinking that I wasn't the going to like him because I thought he was <laughs> going to be like all the rest. Yeah. But that night I heard the Word like I'd never heard it before. Yes. He preached a message that I still have the reel-to-reel tape in my archives. Mm. And he preached a message entitled, The Word of Faith. Mm. Just simply the mm. Word of Faith. Mm. And what I heard that night, Carolyn was, she was correct. I'd never heard anybody talk about faith like he did. Mm. Now, In previous meetings that I had gone to earlier, you know, we had already been married almost three years. And those early meetings that I went to when we first married, I heard people talk about, you ought to have faith. And I heard people talk about, here's what you could do if you had faith. But I never heard anybody talk about how you get faith. You know, I knew what it would do if you ever got it, Yes. but how do you get it? Didn't seem to anybody know, you know. And, uh, but man, he made it so simple. He just laid it out there line upon line, word upon word. And I'll never forget his closing remarks that night. He picked up his Bible and he turned to the audience and he said, oh, I'll never forget it, John. It was so powerful. He said, if you hear it and you get it, it'll work for you. If you don't, it won't. Good night. And he walked out of there. And I thought, wow, John Wayne has come to the pulpit, you know. <laughs> uh, he was a man's man. He right. he it was so matter of fact, you yes. know.
1: Bold in it, it didn't
0: pull any punches. Yes. And I like that. Yes. And uh, shortly after that, a lady that we knew who was in those meetings, she came to my house and she said, Jerry, I bought a copy of all of those messages that Kenneth Copeland preached, and the Lord told me to bring them to you. Uh-huh. And she had a paper sack full of reel-to-reel Brilliant. tapes, a message on each side. And she said, here. Yes. And I took them and I said, well, what am I supposed to do with these? She said, listen to them. I said, well, I don't have any way to listen to them. Yeah. She said, you don't have a tape player? I said, no, I don't. She said, I'll be right back. She came back with this huge tape player that you set on a desk, you know. You didn't carry it under your arm. Right. You set it on a desk. Right. And she said, I was hoping you had one I didn't want to have to give you mine, but the Lord told me to give you my tape player." And I set that up in my bedroom and I listened to it every night when I came home from work. I was in that bedroom for hours listening to those messages and here's what happened. I caught the spirit of faith. So once again, as I said on the previous broadcast, you can hear the word of faith, but you have to catch the spirit
1: of faith. Yes.
0: Have you found that to be true?
1: You know, Brother Jerry, we we did our... Heritage of Faith, Jerry Savelle Ministries um, uh, missions, outreach into what we in South Africa call cross-border missions into yeah. Zambia and Malawi and different just recently. And uh, w- there was a very small church in, in, in Livingston in Zambia that I preached at on a Sunday morning. And this pastor's been through your uh, Bible school which you sowed on the, on the tablet, mm-hmm. you know, and right. he was graduating. And so I went and preached in his church. And right at the end of of me preaching at his church, he asked me to come. So, you know, we're talking about Africa. They meet in a in a classroom. And so they have another classroom that they kind of ask you to come and sit in as a guest of honor. And it's Mm -hmm. just a couple of chairs. You know, and he called me there because he wanted to present me with a seed. And he presented me with a seed that um, was so large for him. You know, it's hard yeah. for me to say in dollars or because it was his currency, but I know in his currency how large a seed it was. Mm-hmm. For me, it might have paid for a couple of cups of coffee. Right. You know, For him, this might have been a whole month's salary sure. that he sowed into right. my life. Well, what happened was there was a demonstration right there of the spirit of faith that had, he had caught through going through your Bible school mm-hmm. And, and catching that all that, those, those messages in his heart. Mm-hmm. He had a son um, who had been out of work. He had some, some health problems. And after he presented the seed to me, he brought his son into, into the room and he said, will you please pray for my son? I said, I will. I laid hands on him. And instantly his son was healed of that sickness because it had an effect on his body. You know, He yeah. was instantly calm. He was instantly healed from that and the last report i heard he had he had found a job and was working in a job mm. and this, this, that spirit of faith is what makes the difference it's yeah. believing that jesus is real that jesus word makes the difference and if, you, if that attitude is, is an attitude that consumes you it doesn't matter whether you're in a little village in zambia or in a town in malawi yeah. or in a big city of johannesburg or in a big city of Fort Worth, Dallas, wherever. Mm-hmm. That's the same spirit of faith, Brother that's Jerry. Right. It'll right. it rise up inside of you, it will dominate your circumstances, it will pull you through it. Yes, we will have trials and, and tribulations, but he brings us through it all. Yeah. And that spirit of faith continues to just uh be the, the the determining factor between who wins. That's right. And we win if we have the spirit of faith, Brother that's Jerry. Right.
0: Praise God. Yeah. We we got this term, and I read it on last week's broadcast from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. And listen to what Paul says here again. We having the same spirit of faith. Now, when I read that for the first time many years ago, I'm thinking, who's he talking about? We having the same spirit of faith. We having the same spirit of faith. And I'm, I'm meditating on that and I'm thinking, is he telling me that I have the same spirit of faith on me that he had on him. Imagine that. Yes. That I have, you have, the same spirit of faith on our lives that the Apostle Paul had on his life. Wow. And if, and if you read through the book of Acts yes. and see what Paul's faith accomplished.
1: Yes, all he did.
0: I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, it's so powerful. It is. And just the thought of that same spirit of faith that he operated in, that I can now operate in, that uh, that brings great joy to your heart. Yes, sir. God. And notice also we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written. Now he's quoting David yes. from the Psalms. I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore That's speak. So, yes. apparently, the spirit of faith affects your tongue. Yes. The spirit of faith affects your mouth. Yes. yes. The spirit of faith affects your heart. In other words, if you have the spirit of faith in and on your life, you're going to be talking words of faith. You can't talk like you used to talk. That's the the first thing I learned back there in 1969 uh, listening to Brother Copeland talk about the word of faith. Uh, One of the first things I learned, of course he was talking or teaching from the 11th chapter of Mark where Jesus said uh, that you can have what you say if you believe in your heart and doubt not. Brother Copeland was talking about the power of words yes. and and how that when you have the spirit of faith in and on your life it changes your vocabulary. So he said, "Put a guard over your vocabulary." So I began to take notice of what was coming out of my mouth. Yes. And at that time, I was talking lack, I was talking poverty, I was talking needs, I was talking want, I was talking sickness, I was talking disease. You know, I was brought up that way. I mean, you know, I, I was conformed to the world. Yeah. And consequently, that's the way I talked. Yes. But then, after seeing these things in the Word and, and seeing the results of, of what would happen if I changed the way I talk to begin with, then, man, it excited me. Yes. And uh, Carolyn, and I remember we made a pact together. We joined hands right there in our living room. We said, In the name of Jesus, we're going to get so full of the Word that it changes our vocabulary. And if we can't talk the Word, we're just going to shut up.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: Absolutely. and, and we, we said this, and we will be each other's coach. Yes. If we hear one or the other talking negative and talking doubt and unbelief and sickness and disease and poverty, lack and won't, then we will correct them. Yes. And, and we, we've made this agreement that we'll not get offended over it. Yes. You know, SO WE'RE HELPING EACH OTHER sure, right. TO LEARN TO TALK THE WORD BECAUSE THE SPIRIT OF FAITH HAS AN EFFECT ON HOW YOU TALK. Yes. AND A LOT OF TIMES YOU CAN TELL IF A PERSON HAS THE SPIRIT OF FAITH OR NOT BY WHAT'S COMING OUT OF THEIR
1: MOUTH. YES, SIR. AND, and SHARON AND I, NOT SURPRISINGLY, SHARON AND I DID THE SAME THING IN THE EARLY YEARS OF OUR MARRIAGE. Yep. WHEN WE GOT HOLD OF THAT FAITH, YOU KNOW, WE USED WORDS that were in the Word and we used words towards each other that changed our language, it changed the way we began to see each other. Mm-hmm. So it affects relationship, it affects sure. everything that's in your life. If, if what's in your heart, that spirit of, of faith that's in your heart comes out of your mouth and, it, and then it just feeds on it and it keeps mm-hmm. growing and it changes and it keeps changing all through your life. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you know, uh, our daughters, uh, our oldest daughter, Jerry Ann, was born in 1968. Terry was born in 1969, the year that I surrendered my life to the Lord. And they were both telling me not too long ago, Daddy, when you talk about that old man, yes. you know, the way you were before you made Jesus Lord of your life, we don't even know that guy. Yes. We've never met that man. Yeah. The man that we know has always been a man of faith, right. has always talked faith. We've never, talk, we've never heard you talk doubt and unbelief. We've never heard you talk lack and won't. Yes. All we've ever heard you talk is the Word of God and the, the Word of faith. And you know, uh, wouldn't you have loved to have grown up in a home where all you heard all your life was the Word of faith? Well, I can understand and it's easy to understand right. why both of my daughters are faith preachers today. Because yes, that's all they know. That's yes. all they've seen. Yes. They've seen the results in their lives of their mother and dad yes and why not why be not? a preacher of faith praise yes. god yes. just like we caught the spirit of faith from yes. kenneth copeland kenneth hagen or roberts tl osborne yes. our daughters have caught the spirit of faith from us yes and uh, now our grandchildren are Amen. catching the spirit of Amen. faith praise god Amen.
1: it's an exciting way to live it's exciting i remember early in when my son bryn was a little younger um, He was going through some of his own identity as a young teenager, his own identity of who he was as a person and what he wanted to believe and how he would go. And he would see me come back from work at that time and he would see me believing God for business to come in. Mm -hmm. And he would hear conversations that I would be having with my, my executive director at that point of how it doesn't look good for us. The deal yeah. doesn't look good for us you know, in the natural. Yeah. But every time I would finish a conversation, I would say, but I believe that deal, that business is mine. Yeah. And, and he uh, acknowledged later, he said, Dad, I watched your faith work. And as a teenager, it was the working faith yeah. that actually saved my life. Mm. Because I couldn't, I couldn't help but recognize the power of God at work. Yeah. When things were looking impossible, the power of God actually made the difference. Mm-hmm. And it's that spirit of faith that people, it's irresistible to them, Brother yeah. Jerry. And he caught the spirit he of faith. He caught the spirit of and faith. And he, he and did. his wife live it today. Yeah, they
0: do. God. Yes. And it's exciting. Yes. You know, John, Hebrews 10, verse 38 says, The just shall live by faith. Yes. Another translation says, They will have their lives sustained by their faith. The word sustained implies upheld, maintained, and supported. That means that with our faith, when you catch the spirit of faith, then your life will be upheld, maintained, and supported. And even though it's a life-changing force, this thing called faith, it's a life-changing forth, force, you can allow it to lie dormant in your heart. Yeah. You know, I, I remember Brother Hagen used to say uh, when he was teaching, particularly in his morning services back there in the early days, uh, when he 'd go into churches and he 'd teach uh, faith and, and prayer and so forth, and he would be teaching on the subject of faith and prayer, and then he would call people up at the end of the service and have them gather around the altar in the church and pray yes. and He was obviously hoping that he 'd hear he'd just walk out he 'd just walk in front of them and right. listen to how they were praying, obviously hoping that they had learned something and they had corrected some things in how they prayed right. And he said, uh, uh, one time he just stopped and asked somebody, uh, what are you praying for? And they said, oh, nothing in particular. He said, well, that's exactly what you're yeah, going to yeah. get, nothing in particular. <laughs> you know? And then he said, uh, he walked by someone and said, uh, 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 what are you believing for? He said, well, Brother Hagen, I've got all the faith in the world. I don't know why nothing's happening. He said, well, that's your problem. You still got all the faith in the world. You're not releasing any of it. Right. So it's possible to have faith, yes. Yes. but it be lying dormant in your heart yes, that yes. you're not using it. Yes, You know, a lot of Christians are walking around today with world overcoming faith, mountain moving faith, and they're not releasing it. They're not using it. And the Bible says, the just shall have their lives sustained By their faith. In other words, faith was put in your heart to be used, to help you, to help you to overcome, to help you to live in victory, to help you to live the kind of life that God has planned for you to live. This is what Paul is referring to when he talks about the spirit of faith. This means that you not only know the word regarding faith, and you not only know that it's in your heart, but you're actively using it. You're, you're actively engaging in faith every day of your life. And that's what the spirit of faith means. So once again, it's not enough to just know that there is the word of faith. It's not enough just to know that Jesus said you can have it. And it's not just enough to know that it's on the inside of you. What you need to learn to do is release it because your faith Just like my faith, John's faith, and every other Christian's faith, and just like Paul's faith and Jesus' faith, it's designed by God to help you overcome the world. So I want to encourage you don't waste any more time. Get in the Word, spend quality time in the Word. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word. You can grow your faith, you can be strong in faith, you can have world overcoming faith, and praise God it's time for you to make the quality decision that no one's going to talk you out of your faith, that you're going to use it, you're going to live by it, and praise God, you're going Amen. to live in victory Amen. for the rest of your life. Yes, That's sir. what God has promised you if you determine that you're going to live by faith. Catch the spirit of faith today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, John, Thank for you, joining Brother me. Jerry. Praise God. It's been fun sharing the Word with you wonderful. and you sharing the Word with our audience. Praise Thank God. You. Thank you, Brother I appreciate Jerry. you so much. Thank John you. and I will be back in just a few moments. I want you to listen to our announcer for some special uh, product and resources that we have available for you. And John and I will be back in just a few moments.
2: Proverbs 28:20 20 tells us a faithful man shall abound with blessings. Are you ready to go all out for God and hold nothing back? In the timely three CD series, the faithful shall abound with blessings. Jerry Savelle shares from God's word on faithfulness and what it means for you. If you're willing to give your all to God, he will give his all to you. Your faith is the title deed to God's promise for the things you are believing to receive from him. In the life changing book, Life of Faith, Jerry Savell teaches how to release your faith and how to see through faith beyond your present circumstances. Living by faith is not a suggestion, but a biblical command from God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Don't wait. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request the Spirit of Faith combo, including the 3 CD teaching, The Faithful Shall Abound with Blessings, and the book, Life of Faith your faith has the ability to grow. You can learn to live by faith and be the winner that God has called you to be today.
0: Welcome back and thank you once again for joining us today. I appreciate you spending this time with us. You know, I love reading these testimonies that we're receiving and they are awesome. God is no respecter of persons. What he's done in my life, he'll do in your life. Just dare trust him. Just determine that you're gonna believe him no matter what your circumstances are and you just watch. He'll come through for you. Here's one from Deborah. She said, I contacted your ministry with a prayer request for my grandbaby who was born prematurely. Someone from your ministry called me and said they were praying for my prayer request and praise God, the baby is now doing great. Thank you so much for your prayers. Deborah, I rejoice with you and thank God for a healthy grandbaby. Praise God. Here's one from Craig. Early this month, God gave me a 2006 Cadillac DTS, debt free. I am now reaping the best I have ever experienced in my life. Praise Amen. God, Greg. That's a wonderful testimony. Praise a new Lord. Cadillac. Well, it's not a brand new Cadillac, but it's new to you. Yes. And praise God, and Amen. it's debt free. God is faithful. And here's one from Joyce it says, I play volleyball, and at one point in the season, I banged up my knees so badly that I was unable to walk properly. One day I was having difficulty sleeping and came across one of your sermons where you said to write down what I'm believing God for. I wrote it down that I was believing God for complete healing in my knees. The day after I made this list, I realized that I had received my healing. There was no pain when I played volleyball shortly after. It was like I was never injured at all. Thank you for standing in agreement with me and for teaching me how to trust in Jesus. That is awesome, Joyce. Praise God. It's always wonderful hearing about what God is doing in the lives of others. And if you haven't sent us your testimony, please do so. We love reading them. We love sharing them on the broadcast from time to time. And uh, as I've said before, your testimony will inspire somebody else's faith. So please keep sending them. And once again, we thank you for taking the time to do it. Once again, our special offer, The Life of Faith book, I wrote this some time back, and it's a, uh, uh, a book that talks about how that you can develop your faith in the Word of God, in God Himself and in the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior, and learn how that you can take God's Word and apply it to the affairs of your life, apply it to every circumstance in your life, and expect God to come through for you, just like He has for me, and just like He has for Brother John. And then, right along with that, three CDs The Faithful Shall Abound with Blessings. That's God's will for you. He doesn't want you to experience blessings every once in a while, He wants you to abound in them. He wants you to flourish in His blessings. And this will teach you how to position yourself to experience that. So, go to the website, look on your screen right now for ordering information place your order right away. John, thank you again for joining me. Thank you, Brother Jerry. Have a good trip back
2: to South Africa. Thank you.
0: And I'll be seeing you there real soon. Amen. Thank Thank you again for joining us and remember this, your faith will overcome the world.